And we're live. <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> Hello and welcome. To entertain this, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. Games. My name is Hayden. And Hi, Hayden. And with me, I have... Tom. And... Mitch. And together we make... The Magnificent <laughs> Seven! But three! As a trio! The, the three amigos? <laughs> Ole! You, you tried. <laughs> you made an effort. Welcome to the back pain edition. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, we've all experienced our physical dilemmas this week. In fact, Which this episode is being recorded, you know, for your benefit, the night before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Mere hours. Yeah. What time is it right now? It is 11.41. So, so six hours, it don't 22 get, minutes. It, it don't get much more live than this. So. <laughs> uh, let's start it all off with our social media, Mitch. Well, you can go to our entertainthispodcast.com which also has links to our Facebook group, which is Entertain This Podcast, our Facebook page, which is Entertain This! Exclamation point. We have our Twitter, which is at this.entertain. We have our Patreon, which is patreon.com, entertain, underscore this. And then we also have a Twitch and a YouTube, both Entertain This! Exclamation point. Very nice. Well done. So. In Twitter. I mean, uh, Twitch. No, wait. What's that thing called? TikTok. 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 Yeah, I knew it started with a T. I actually sent you a video to put on. Did you put that video on the TikTok? Probably not. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Are you just delirious with back pain? You don't know what actually you did? Yeah, I've had some pain meds. Go ahead and just uh, double check later to make sure that's on there because that was a funny video. (laughs) Anywho, last episode we did trivia against me and Hayden, which was... No, you against Mitch. It was me and you against each other. It was Power Rangers trivia. I won. The punishment being Black Scorpion the movie, but you couldn't find the first one. Yeah, I couldn't find the first one without having to pay some money, so I found Black Scorpion 2. Aftershock. Which I looked at, had lower ratings, so I will accept it as a valid punishment. Yeah. Which it's kind of bums me out, because if I won, that's what Peyton was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, IMDb gives it a 3.8. It's That's generous, because it's not as bad as Cats, because Cats was horrible, but it's still horrible. <laughs> the cover for the movie, like I looked up, like I just Googled the film, and yeah. like the cover art for like the poster, I was like, that looks bad. Well, it starts off with the gangster prankster. That's oh, that's the bad guy. Oh God! His, you can tell some old white guy just made this show. Well, I guess his his plan was he sent a, a bomb threat to the police station. Then they broke into police station, stole a bunch of money out of the evidence locker, and then just like went back to his like cartoon hideout, like it's, his it's, lair. It's got like the big clown stuff. Like like the police don't know where like he's the at. Joker. He's living in, like an abandoned amusement park. They leave some kind of clue, and they're like, oh, I know who that is. And they just drive straight to his place like they knew it was there all along. <laughs> what right. idiot robs a police station, s- steals all the evidence stuff, and then leaves a clue? The, the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> and then because this is a movie, it has gratuitous nudity. nudity. Oh, yeah. Some, like, Asian nudity. chicks up there dancing without a shirt on, stuff in, in his, like, little hangout. Just because that's how yeah, bad yeah. guys roll in the 90s. Yeah, because it, it's a it's a B, C level Maybe D level movie. <laughs> so it was like an, from a TV show. M. It was all like campy humor and just stupid over the top violence. Pretty it? much the same. Yeah, yeah. But with, with boobs. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what is your target audience for this show? Thirteen year olds. Yeah, I guess. After watching the whole thing, it feels like every scene was just a one shot. All right, do your best, <laughs> and then they just went with it. Because there was some scenes like the guy looked like he was looking at the camera. There was some somewhere it seems like they didn't know what they were doing. They were just kind of on the scene, like okay. Are we? Do we cut? You know, looking around. <laughs> Action. The uh, the main villain for this was pr- she started out with the name Professor Undershaft. Oh God, that's like that's not even Bond level like pun. Well, bad. she wasn't the bad guy yet. That was her. That was her name. Like oh, her- so she becomes the bad guy. Did she become like Professor Overshaft? No, she becomes Aftershock. Oh, okay. But uh-huh. her, her whole premise was she like had developed this technology that could stop earthquakes. And the way she stopped would planned on stopping earthquakes is after they started, she could turn this machine on to turn to, to stop the earthquake. Kind of defeats the purpose when Science. it's already started. Science. Yeah, and it was called the vibranium. 
That, that was that was the oh. name of our machine. There was no copyright infringement copyright for that anything. one. <laughs> Maybe slightly. Yeah. And then like because I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna watch this. No, no. Like the whole point of the movie, like she just wanted to be a good person. So like she becomes a bad guy to be good. Well, yeah, the, the black that scorpion girl, like at the end of the movie, reveals her identity to her, and that inspires her to commit martyrdom. She she goes up and jumps in the machine to destroy it, so it'll blow itself up, not destroy the city. So she killed herself to do it. Yeah, good for her. Lame. Um, so like, did did they go into the origins of like where Black Scorpion came from and all that stuff? Not in this movie, no. Uh, she's just there. Well, yeah, because this is the second movie. Okay. So. So it's all like, that's been established it's in like the, the first film. It's like oh. the Dark Knight. And, and, and you find out that the mayor sabotaged the Aftershock Lady's machine, this which is, is like, what made her go crazy. This is the same universe as like Action League now, like the bad guy's the mayor. <laughs> well, the mayor is like holding some police officer hostage at the end of the movie, and he demands $300,000 and a plane to the Caribbean. <laughs> He's the mayor of Los Angeles. $300,000 is enough to like. This was 1998. That was a lot of money. That was a lot of money. Still, it's like one million dollars. Oh, and then the fight scenes. It's like they would do them in slow motion, like the the film it in slow motion. But it's, I think they told the yeah, actors to fight in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> but then they had like the shaky cam at normal speed, so it's just like you can't. You, you it, couldn't focus. You're watching. It's just like I'm having a seizure. That's what it felt. And then you look around the room. It's like no. <laughs> oh, it's just it's just the poor production. The, this uh, all makes sense though. I found out like looking into the show some more that the Black Scorpion like. Was actual comic book character, but she was a villain in the Judge Dredd series, like comic book series. So really? in this one, yeah. they're like, "Oh, you were a bad guy in Judge Dredd. We're gonna go back to fake Los Angeles, yeah, and you're gonna be a good guy like Batman." I guess with the Scorpion Mobile. So is Judge Dredd acknowledged at all no. in these? No, no. well, technically, Judge Dredd doesn't happen yet. And then the director, his name is Jonathan Winfrey. He's you would know him from his esteemed movies as The Marine. With John Cena. Cena. Uh, that, that's his like, claim to fame. He's come so far. That's on TV, though. <laughs> Legend of the Lost Tomb, Carnosaur 3, and Ice-tastrophe. Ice-tastrophe. <laughs> Sci-fi original hits. <laughs> if, your move, if your movie's got a pun in the title, you know yeah. it's going to be great. You know it's bad. <laughs> yeah. You know it's just god-awful. Yeah, it was bad. I, I gave it a 3. IMDb said 3.8. That, that's generous. What was, what's, what's like the goofiest moment that sticks out? Like, Explain to me just... Stupidity of it. In it's the very beginning, when she she's fighting the gangster prankster, yeah. she's like, he's like, he looks like he's a, a cross between the Joker, Bozo, and Michael Jackson, because <laughs> he's, he's got he's got one sparkly gloved hand. Oh god, <laughs> he's got like the like the kind of greased back hair, mm-hmm. but then like half of his face is like two faced, like the other half is a is a clown looking thing. Okay, they just it, it. does he have like a Michael Jackson voice? He's got, he has a little higher pitched voice. <laughs> hey, Black Scorpion. And then he's fighting. Like she shows up, she beats up his two henchmen, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, well I've got this." And she's like, "Oh yeah, it's just a water gun." He goes, "No, it's a water gun that shoots acid." Like the Joker. <laughs> he's like, "Okay." So, so he gets ready to shoot, and she just like steps to the side and shoots him with her taser looking thing. Yeah. It, I, there was no point. I'm glad I didn't have to watch this. <laughs> Why didn't she just shoot him in the face with, with a gun? gun. gun? Well, because she didn't kill any of the bad guys. She I, kills bad guys all the time. What are you talking about? Well, she didn't want to kill the main bad guys. They needed them for a later. It was only 20 minutes into the movie. He has to make it at least 44 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, because after she beat him, she tased him again when he tried to get up. And then she tased the officer that she saved after she kissed him because it was like her partner. Uh, and so, like. There's a lot of nonsense going yeah, on in this it, film. It was dumb. You get tased. You get tased. Everybody gets tased. Everybody gets tased. I, hey, I, mailman. <laughs> I would not recommend watching this and just unless you just like watching dumb stuff. Terrible. Well, yeah. we know a guy at work to watch it. <laughs> um, so you said a three. Yeah. And Cat's got a what? A two. We're we're getting really we're get we're we're in the ballpark. Yeah. We're in the ballpark. I love how Cats is our baseline. <laughs> no, Cats is like Mitch's baseline. Yeah. It was a punishment so bad it trickled over to us where we're like, is this Cats bad? This is Cats bad. <laughs> It's like, this wasn't Cat's bed. And we never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, did you have movies, Mitch? I did. Would you like to continue on? I will. I will. I watched, in movies, The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Okay. It's a, It's kind of like a, a Groundhog Day romance movie. Huh. Where it, it, it involves these two teenagers where basically both of them are trapped in the same day, living it over and over and over. And... 
they don't know each other to begin with. They kind of run into each other when one of the guys notices that this girl comes walking through when she's never done that before. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they kind of meet, they hang out, start doing little things. It's got a Catherine Newton, which she was in Supernatural, that freaky with Vince Vaughn where they switch. I don't know. Mm. Um, she was in Detective Pikachu. She was the oh, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, it, it, like I said, it's kind of Groundhog Day esque, where they're just living the same day and they figure out the different stuff that's happening. It's pretty funny with the little things. And then that uh, like there's one where this guy, this girl, like every day she's walking by the pool and gets hit in the face with this volleyball unless the guy stops it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hit on this girl because he really likes her until he meets the you know yeah, the, the one that's not stuck. <laughs> but uh. That, this is uh, becoming a genre, isn't it? Uh, time loop. Yeah. Groundhog's Day deal. Because we got Groundhog's Day that started it, and then we have, uh, what's that movie where the guy dies over and over again and tries to stop? Uh, well, there's uh, that, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, there's the horror movie. Um, the guy with like, the baby mask, whatever, the girl keeps. Oh, uh, Happy Death Day. Yeah. Happy Death Day. There's one with Andy Samberg. Um, on Hulu. Yeah, I, I I wanted to watch that one. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. It's, it's okay. And then there's one um, that I just watched recently. I can't remember. But every day when the guy wakes up, is heat of the moment by Asia playing on his little alarm radio. Oh, that's uh, supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in this, like the, the Margaret, which is the girl, she's like a math scholar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark is like a just regular teenager that has aspirations to go to art school or whatever. And so he's, they kind of do that to mix in the, how to solve, how to get out with her math skills and his artistic skills to create a map of tiny, perfect things. But, uh, I don't want to reveal too much or it would ruin the movie, but where'd you just come out? Uh, yeah, it came out 2021. I don't know what month, but where'd you watch it on uh, Amazon? It's Amazon original movie. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it, it's pretty good. It like I said, you know, they have to find certain sequences that help them find their way out of the problem. But interesting, it's pretty good. You know, if you, I think you, you know, you and your wife might like it. I don't know if you'd like like it as much. You're not refined like we are. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just you know, most guys don't sit down and watch romance stuff by themselves. So. No. <laughs> if it's the Princess Bride, though, I watch that movie every time. It was amazing. I, I watched What Women Wants recently at work. And uh, Watson walks in. He's like, why are you watching this? I was it's like, the one with Mel Gibson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's because it's a good movie. I was like, I don't know. It's a fun movie. Mel <laughs> Gibson's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, they, they ended up watching it with me. So it was just two dudes watching <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 but, uh, Nothing weird about that at all. What, <laughs> what news have you for us? Well, um, I've, I've seen some trailers, and I'm kind of interested to see The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. It comes out sometime this week. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I know it was based off of like a, a book series, I guess. Um, then there's... It doesn't the, look good. I'm going to be honest with I, you. I like the trailer. I thought it looked interesting. I don't I, know how good it'll be. It but. seems like they're relying very heavily on Chris Pratt's like wit and like line delivery and stuff like that. Everything else seems like... Maybe so, but it, it doesn't cost any extra to watch, so I'll this, give it a shot. This writing and script true. is terrible, but Chris Pratt can make it funny. <laughs> the new James Bond. Who will be the new James Bond? Who do you think? I have no idea. I mean, I didn't I even think Daniel Craig was going to be the new James They were Bond. talking about uh, Richard Madden. Yeah, Richard Madden Who's has that? been thrown. He uh, played yeah. Rob Stark in okay. Game of Thrones, which I think he wouldn't be. Uh, I heard Tom Holland was thrown in the mix. That's stupid. Time. I they saw were, Tom Hardy was. Tom Hardy, yep. yeah. yeah. The one that, like, in, from what I've read in a couple of articles, they said the, the person who has the highest chance is a uh, Regé Jean-Paul or Jean Page, which is uh, – the guy from Bridger- Bridgerton, that that show. I don't know. I thought you've seen Bridgerton. It's my wife has. I don't. Know. Uh, um, supposedly he's got like the the, I guess the, the highest chances. That What's they his said. name again? Rajay. I, I don't know how you say the little apostrophe thing over his name. Is he the the black dude from the yeah. show? If you're gonna have a black guy play James Bond, it should be Idris Elba. <laughs> no, he's getting old. Yeah. What? Look, if you're it, signing him, you're signing him for like you know multiple movies. Yeah, but supposedly he's got, like, the best chances of being in it. Okay. Uh, they said, I guess, so that they could do more stuff. They don't. He's not as high a paid actor, so they can. Nah, that's probably a good idea. I mean, I would like Tom Hardy just because I like him as an actor. He will the first one comes out. But. Yeah. I mean, I know Henry Cavill was being thrown around a lot, too. That is true. Yeah. I did hear about Henry, but he's, he's like, he's he's worth a lot of money nowadays. So uh, The next thing I have is uh, the Shang-Chi movie. Put out a new trailer. Yeah, which, I just saw the trailer. Yeah, I, the I was, Abomination from the Hulk movie is in it. 
They talked oh, yeah. about that. Uh, it's the same dude playing him also. Yeah, so the, oh, you it's know, uh, Tim Roth. Yeah. So of officially, though, that movie ties in with the rest of the MCU because, right. like, it, it was already always like assumed it was, mm-hmm. but this is the first official that you had well, that they, he's part of. They it. had the Congress guy from yeah, movie. General Ross. Yeah, yeah. but he was also in the very first one with Eric Bana too. So William Hurt. No, I don't know. He didn't play um, General think, Ross. Yeah, I don't oh, think it was the same. No, Sam, oh, wait. Neil, uh, Sam Elliott did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So the I want to know why they went to such great lengths to include the second Hulk movie, but don't talk about the first Hulk movie at all. I don't know. Because, well, that wasn't... I mean, I know the first Hulk movie was terrible, but it should <laughs> be forgotten. <laughs> hmm. But unfortunately, we brought it up on this show. But, I mean, if, if they're revealing that he's in this movie, I'm wondering what other kind of surprises they would have the for trailer MCU looked interesting. kind of stuff. Was it Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? Yeah. yeah it, was, it looked pretty cool. Which yeah. the Ten Rings re- uh, revolves around the real Mandarin from right, right. the Iron Man 3. So. Not, not, not the... Not Ben, ben Kingsley, Kingsley yeah. playing some, <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley playing some burnout, yeah. cocky accent, a drug addict. That was kind of funny. Though. That was funny. And, um, then, and then lastly, oh, did you? Well, I was just going to say, so if Abomination's in it, do you think the Hulk's going to be in it? Could be. They they said there's rumors that you know there might be the Red Hulk showing up, which is General Ross takes the the formula himself, and his Hulk like has a certain like strength level, but like one of his ability is like. The matter he gets, like the hotter he gets, like he can grab a door and just melt the melt the metal door off the hinges and stuff like that. What's uh, abomination? Like nuclear difference? Godzilla. He he doesn't. He's not like the Hulk where he can change his strength level. He's a certain like super strength, but he doesn't like get stronger the matter he gets and stuff like that. So he's just a super strong. And he's fully like, yeah, conscious and controlled the whole time too. Yeah, at least he was in the movie. Yeah, I mean he's not smart like. Overly smart. He's, he's not just, like Banner smart, but yeah. he's not Hulk. Stupid. So you're saying intelligent Hulk should have no problem defeating Abomination? Well, I mean, it might be. He still knows how to fight because yeah. he's a, he was a military trained. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then lastly, I have Shima G- Shima Gadoon. Mm. Ah, Shima Gadoon. <laughs> It'll have a Cecily Strong and Keegan Michael K. And essentially, they get trapped in a musical. Huh. It doesn't explain any more Why? than that. <laughs> but well, Keegan Michael Key is uh, Key. Keegan Michael Key, right? That's his key, name. Yeah, key, sorry, yeah. Key. Yeah. He, he's a uh, he's really good at meta humor and like kind of making fun of genres. So seeing him in a, in a musical where it might be just, hilarious, and he yeah. doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Everybody's doing numbers, and he's trying to like dance and catch up. And stuff. <laughs> all, all I saw was it looks like the two of them are like hiking, maybe in Europe or something, and they it's like. They come up into this village wearing all their hiking gear, and they're just kind of looking around like, what is going on? <laughs> the hills are alive. So it, it looked like it would be entertaining. I'll give it yeah. a shot when it comes out. That sounds funny. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's whatever that, you know. That name was? Yeah. Shapoopy. Shimokadoon. I don't know. That's all I had for news. All right. Well, I watched a show called Tokyo Trial. This show is about Tokyo. It's nothing interesting as far as uh, <laughs> nothing well, interesting. Well, no, I mean, I, it's historical stuff. So, is like, this after World War II? Yes. Okay. This is like after Nuremberg trial happened, and then they wanted to prosecute the Emperor of Japan. Well, no, they wanted to prosecute his like cabinet members. They all exonerated the emperor. There was like one moment where they're talking about, um, including the emperor, but. The repercussions of doing that in Japan would have been yeah, and, and huge. And uh, basically, all of his people that they were on trial, having on trial, they f- all fell on their swords for the emperor, essentially, and just denounced they all, all of the uh, um, what do they call it? I mean, there was like a coup or whatever during this, I don't or was know. that right before the trials or whatever, where they tried to take over the well, military pro guys? So, anyways, the the show is told from uh, the judges perspective pretty much solely from or I I would say more than the other ones uh, this Dutch judge he's from Holland I think he's from Dutch isn't there just a Dutch is not a country okay well was it? Isn't there one that starts with a D? Denmark (laughs) sorry sorry, ask ask our resident European Denmark he would be Danish I don't know know. He's, he's from Holland uh, yeah, Perhaps. I don't know. So anyways, he, uh, he's the guy that, in, that is more or less kind of like on the fence about everything. One judge from Indonesia, he thinks that, I don't know if, how familiar you are with the, the, the Pact of Paris, the, uh, where 
after World War One, they basically said uh, we need to hold p- people responsible for crimes of aggression. They, they explain into great detail. They do a really good job of telling you what makes it think like a, a person a war criminal. And they have like the three crimes. There's like crimes against humanity, crimes uh, against peace, which is the crimes of aggression, and then cri- atro- crimes of atrocity, which mm-hmm. is like you're just the killing Holocaust. people. Yeah, terrible stuff for no reason. And like they had a judge from the Philippines, and apparently like the Philippine Death March and stuff like that gets brought up a lot. There's a lot of really interesting facets of history that are talked from each perspective judge from all over the world that they bring into, but they also have to, they're supposed to have an impartial, unbiased position mm-hmm. while, you know, trying these people. Is, it, is this a documentary or is it like a TV miniseries? It's, it's not. It is a TV miniseries. Okay. Um, kind of like Chernobyl? They somewhere? do use a lot of actual footage of okay. stuff that happened. Okay, that's cool. Um, I like that. You'll be happy to know that Paul Freeman is in this, and he plays uh, the Honorable Lord William D. Patrick, representing the United Kingdom and Great Britain and Northern Ireland. You know who Paul Freeman is? Yes. Explain who he's. Ivan is. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> For those of you who don't know that he's Ivan is, he was the French archaeologist from the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. <laughs> the ooze can't lose. Uh, they have um, Michael Ironside, who plays General MacArthur. He's the guy from... He's every 80s bad guy and awesome yes. manly-sounding voice he's, he's, over he's ever. He's in, in Total Recall. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he plays Richter in Total Recall. He's Jester in Top Gun. He does a, a really good Douglas MacArthur. Like okay, yeah, I know who he yeah. is. He, he does a this really. This is good what uh, he plays. Movie uh, Emperor was kind of based on the one with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. He plays General Lane, which is Lois Lane's dad in Smallville. Okay. Well, anyways, um, it's a uh, it's I everybody you can tell for the period and, and what they're trying to portray. Everybody is very real to their character and. They, they they show the exhaustion of how long because they initially said they wanted the court case to be done in six months, mm-hmm. and they go over two years. Mm-hmm. You know? So like you can just tell how frustrated and upset everybody's getting with everything, and how people kind of flip sides on what they believe in. Everybody from America basically is like kill them all, and then <laughs> uh, everybody else is kind of like, well, I think some people should have death. And they, they they argue a lot about ethics of of the capital punishment and stuff like that. And it, one of the most interesting things is all of the European people really are sympathetic to Japan because Japan had an argument of colonization. And all of the, like, Asian countries are like, colonization is bad. But, but all the Europe- English and the Germans and the French yeah. are all like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it, though? <laughs> they're like, we're, we're, we just want to go to countries and help all the savage people. And all the other, like, countries are like, Savage people, huh? You know? So. And the English are just sitting there, like, kicking a rock. Like, I don't know what he's talking yeah, about. So, so like, like they, we took over, like, a third they, of the world. They really believe that colonization is, like, like their, uh, what do they call that? The, the they're, like, they're, like, destiny. Yeah. Magna- Manifest yeah. destiny. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, how'd they, that work out? Well, obviously not, because everybody hates them, yeah. you know? But they, they, they're just so biased about that and so blindly biased and so weird to see them be like that. Where like a modern version of us is just like no, obviously you, you don't understand idea. like the principle, <laughs> yeah, or like their beliefs about it. Yeah, but obviously he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this show came out in 2017. It's four episodes, each is less than an hour. You could binge watch this in a night. It's very much dudes in room talking. You know, they're smoking cigarettes, they're smoking each other's cigarettes, they're sitting and drinking. You know, and they're just. But I mean, the subject matter that they're talking about Mm -hmm. is very heavy stuff. And, you know, where you can see them try and find a way to write into law how to try people for war. And there's no good answer for it. Because it's never been done. Exactly. So do they show the footage of the Japanese surrendering on the USS Missouri? No. No. No, they don't show any war footage. They just show some aftermath footage. um, And I think they show some of the actual uh, Japanese people that uh, got sentenced so i would recommend it it's on netflix um there you go i'm gonna watch that yep it's the show that i watch my news i there are two star trek shows coming out oh yeah i saw that how that's happy always are you? one of them how, how happy are you right now i'm pretty happy um i'm not a fan of the new picard. people who are running this kind of era of star trek the discovery and picard was kind of a letdown 
I'm more of like what his name is like Rick Berman, I think is his name. He's the guy that was kind of in charge of the older versions of how Star Trek was told. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this new guy was he came from the J.J. Abrams house of story, mm-hmm. so story booking, yeah, <laughs> booking. So the way he did this stuff, it's all flashy lights and crazy, and this the you know the narrative is all out of whack and stuff, and you'll get it at the end kind of thing. I don't like that. I'm not saying it's bad, but if it's like that all the time, it gets kind of exhausting. Um, But anyways, he's also doing a new show called Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and it's a spinoff of Discovery because in Season 2 of Discovery, their ship uh, did stuff with the Enterprise, which was commanded by Captain Pike, Christopher Pike. Um, And everybody liked that crew so much that they pitched an idea to have a spinoff where it's all about Pike, eight years before Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. And everybody's agreed, let's, let's do that. So you got Spock and Pike and all of his crew, and they're running the Enterprise before Kirk gets on. And you're going to see their adventures. Um, so that's one show. Another one is called Star Trek Prodigy. And this takes place um, with a bunch of random aliens lost in the Delta Quadrant. And... Captain Janeway from Voyager is like an emergency hologram that tries to advise them from like a parental figure mm-hmm. on how to survive out in deep space by themselves. So um, it's got James, uh, what's his name? Manzukis, Jason Manzukis, is that his name? The, I don't know. Yeah, you guys know who he is. He's the whiny pitched guy, high pitched guy, using big mouth as Jay, the guy that humps the pillow all the time. <laughs> All right, well, anyways. Yeah, he's in it. I know that character. (laughs) And then, like, pretty much a bunch of other people are, like, Nickelodeon. This is a Nickelodeon uh, Paramount crossover show. This is live action? No, it's totally CG geared towards, like, kids. Okay. okay. Um, But, I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's Star Trek. And, um, yeah, so it's got a bunch of Nickelodeon actors and stuff Mm -hmm. in it. So, um, but I think it's a pretty interesting concept. Kate Mulgrew, who did did the character of Captain Janeway, for seven years in Voyager, she's coming back to do the voice of this character. So I think that's a cool idea. So I'm all about it. And season two of Picard. Yeah, it's coming out. Featuring uh, Q. Yeah, everybody's seen that trailer. It it looks interesting. I'm going to watch it. I know you I, I, I like John Delancey. Him and Patrick Stewart are just, like, made for each other on screen. So <laughs> I don't. I never saw the first season of Picard, but they said Riker's going to have a bigger role in this season. So Yeah, Jonathan Frakes is great. When he... When, and he has a lot of creative input on the new stuff, and when they let him kind of do some things, he does a good job of fan servicing, but not making you feel guilty about it. <laughs> does you he know? sit in the chair the same way? Does I don't he do like that weird like. He's so whip? old and big, you, you don't, don't really see him move that much. <laughs> he just leaves and puts yeah. his arm around stuff now. <laughs> yeah, him and him and Troy, they they got married like twenty years ago. Oh, and and that they, they keep it to real time. They have like mm-hmm. kids or whatever. So like, because they got married in was it Nemesis. I don't know. I think they got married in, in Nemesis, and that was uh, 2007. So, and then, you know, as the show comes out, it's, what what is it, six, 18 years later? So, yep. it shows that. Mm-hmm. It's been 18 years since they got married. So They're old. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. Anyways, that's all my Star Trek news for today. <laughs> okay. Time. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. What? I'm, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not on TV news, so. I, I had some interesting stuff, but I guess I can save it. Well, yeah. what do you got? I just I'd seen that uh, there may re- not make. Let's see, it's uh, what's his name? Uh, Jensen Ackles is actually producing for I guess for the CW a supernatural prequel series, which will be about his parents and how his dad got into hunting. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> games, right. games. So there's a new game out. Came out very, very, very recently. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Yeah. I heard about this. You, you did hear about this before Hayden <laughs> got here. Um, it's very much in the vein of Bless, was it Bless Unleashed? Okay. Or Bless Unleashed, the game we played. Yeah, it's not online, though. I mean, like, a massive online game. Yeah, it is. No, D&D, D, it was like, you can have four people in a Yeah, it, I'm saying, like, you know, graphics-wise and, like, kind of oh, okay. that kind of vein, you know. It's about the same as that or, um, like, Elder Scrolls kind of caliber stuff. The game's pretty glitchy. Yeah. There's a couple times I got stuck on literally nothing. 
Well, you were a dwarf. On, you know, <laughs> so I, maybe I had to tunnel. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was telling me to do. So you can only play as four characters. There's the a dwarf, an elf. There's the girl, like the princess lady. She's not. She's like a, an uh, archer. Yeah, she's an archer. Then it's like the barbarian male guy. Yeah. I think he's a crusader. So me and Hayden had played this, and he yeah. picked the elf, and I picked the dwarf like simultaneously. <laughs> so basically, the whole time the two of us were playing, it was very much Gimli and Legolas yeah. running around this dungeon. One, <laughs> and it still only counts as one. So, but tell him about the difficulty. There. Okay, so this is what this made me mad because we found this out later. <laughs> Hayden's going to start the game, and he's like, "All right, I'm going to set to the second easiest difficulty," and I'm like, "No, set to the easiest one. We've never played this," and he's like, "That will be fun." There's 12 difficulties. I thought the second to easiest would be fine. Two hours later of crawling through this dungeon, hacking away at orcs and nonsense and killing these bosses and having to, like, die multiple times to the bosses and come back and, you know, tactically and stealthily eliminate them as, as best we could while saving ourselves, looting, XP, money, galore. Yeah. We get to the end. I'm about to go against the last two bosses. You know, you kill them, open the door, you win. And you go back to, to the camp and collect all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Hayden's internet takes a dump. Yeah, my internet. So he just, he's gone. <laughs> and Hayden comes back. He's like, just quit out. And I'm no, like, but, all my, but then we found out if you back out in the middle of the quest, everything you found and done is gone. All well, your XP, gone. All the, the loot, gone. All the money, gone. The problem was, too, is like you cannot solo those bosses at that difficulty level. Let's be real. We couldn't duo those bosses Probably either because there was two of them this time. There was no way we could have beaten that level anyways. It was just way – like, it would take us 30 minutes to kill one of those bosses, and then what we would do is have one guy stay alive, the other guy go and attack him until he dies, <laughs> wait for that guy to respond, then he goes and attacks him. And the other until guy, he dies. Yeah. So – You just take turns. Yeah, yeah, we just take turns. So that happened. We back out. Or I backed out. I'm furious. I look. All my stuff is gone. I had epic and legendary stuff that I'd found. I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that nah, will do it again. And I was like, I don't want to play against five in the morning. He's like, that nah, we're going to play again. So we played. He said to the very easiest difficulty, 20 minutes. Yeah, we beat it. That's what it took. Yeah. We ran through people like it was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I'm just hacking dudes' heads off and Hayden's doing his stealthy elf assassin stabby nonsense. Things. Stabby stab, stabby stab. Yeah. You know, archery. And it's like, and we killed everybody. Yeah. It's, it's uh, It'd be fun, I think, if there's three or more people. For yeah. two, it's kind of... It's tailored to you, you know, three to four people. Yeah. So, we, should, we should try it. It's very much also like the... Because you can't really customize your character and, you know, the way they look, the name, stuff like that. You know, physical Well, so it's stuff. D&D, so they give you a character sheet. Yeah, you have the character sheets, and then you find better armor right. and upgrade that. You do get, like, a skill tree and, mm-hmm. and a, a feat tree, and you can upgrade your attributes, like in D&D. Okay. Um, the game is still kind of glitchy. There's a couple times we respawned back in and our bodies weren't there. Or it was just two gauntlets and, like, my hair. <laughs> and I'd be running and, like, part of me would start regenerating in. And I'm like, oh, there I am. <laughs> so it's it's a work in progress kind of game. I feel like it's not fully ready. No, but it's free on Game Pass. It's free on the Game Pass or 40 bucks if you want to pay for it to own it. And it's brand new, too. So Brand spanking new. Yeah, we'll try it sometime. It was all right. I give it, I give it a 6 out of 10. Just, you know, there was stuff about it I liked. You know, I like that kind of, you know, fantasy world stuff. I like playing as the dwarf because he's funny. I say we Especially can. when, like, you die or, like, you go down as the dwarf. He lays on his back like a turtle that like, got flipped over. <laughs> and he's just going. <laughs> I say we tried all three of us at some point and see if uh, it's a better experience. So Okay. News? By all means. So, I know we talked about that there's a new Rainbow Six game coming out was that like uh well, they're, they're gonna call it uh contagion or something like that it was gonna be called uh oh yeah quarantine yeah they're like no that's a bad idea right now or <laughs> so they, like, yeah it was supposed to come out 2020 they're like ah we're gonna rework it so it's rainbow six extraction yeah. um where you have to defeat a type of parasite like alien called the archaeans stupid aliens stupid aliens but it features you know multiple operators where from rainbow six siege and it's very much um PVE, like okay. the whole thing, I think is pretty much going to be PVE. So which it'll be kind of like the terrorist hunts. Sort of. The reason I brought uh, started looking at this game is because I read an article where the people who are making this Rainbow Six are in an agreement with the guys who did Siege mm-hmm. to not like cannibalize their like you know the amount of players they have who play Siege. Yeah, 
they're like, you know, our game is going to be different. If they're into it, they can just come over, you know, they can play, but we're not making the same game to do the same stuff and, you know, so it's usurp not, your players. Pretty much like what every Call of Duty has done <laughs> since yeah. Call of Duty, Duty 1. Yeah. So it's not PvP at all. I don't know if there's going to be PvP, okay. but from what I've been reading, it seems like it's heavily going to be PvE, which gets out? stale pretty quick. Uh, that's a great question. September 16th. Okay. And it's made by Ubisoft and uh, Ubisoft Montreal. When's when's uh, Battlefield? When's that Battlefield game coming out? Uh, October. Okay. I don't, I'm, I'm going to predict it now. Battlefield 2042 is going to be the biggest game of the year. I did see something where there's a new engine when the next company takes over for Warzone. They're going to transfer the entire Verdansk onto a new, like, engine of, like, like graphics Unreal and stuff. Whatever. And they're going to actually have destructible environments as well. Well, supposedly, with the mm. new Call of Duty that's coming out, it's supposed to be World War II. It's supposed to be the Pacific Ugh. this time. We and they're going to do World War II, but, like, they're going to do Warzone, mm. but with, like, some, like, you know, giant Pacific island <laughs> you guys have to fight through. I don't care. I'm <laughs> kind of yeah. done with it. I, I, I'll be honest. Battle, yeah. Battlefield has my interest. Yeah, Battlefield does have my interest. Because, yeah, A, it's not Call of Duty right now. Right. B, I, I also like what uh, Ubisoft was doing, where it's like, oh, hey, we're coming out with our own game, coming out with the new Rainbow Six, but it's not going to be the same crap as Rainbow Six Siege, just elevated, we added new stuff, this, that, and the other. Because Rainbow Six has just been constantly yeah. re-upping Siege with new operators, new maps, new stuff. Yeah. You yeah. Know, every time you go on, there's something different that you missed. And it's like the game just keeps developing itself as it goes on and on and on. So, because that game's been out for a couple of years it, now. It, it's a yeah, it's a big game, like the major league gaming kind of community yeah, it's one, stuff. It's probably one of the top three, yeah, like you know, competitive, you know, uh, base games that you see on a lot of big time, you know, profit styles, yeah, tournaments. But um, with zero learning curve, I you're either good or you're not. I, I mean, if if Battlefield um, doesn't do a battle royale game. Uh, or mode in it, which it, I'm pretty sure it already it does. I bet you it's in the works. I bet well, you they toyed with it. Oh no, I think it's that hazard mode because if you read the description that they have for it, it's like it's something like squads start out uh, fighting against each other in a ever growing intensity high stakes game, mm-hmm. which is like the description of battle royale, you know. Um, but you know they haven't confirmed or or, or denied, denied that it's what. That is. But anyway, I think that if that doesn't have Battle Royale, that would be the only saving grace that we could get to keep playing Warzone. I think this game's going to do well just because Battlefield 4 was so popular. But, it, I mean, Battlefield 4 has been out for what? Since, like, 2014, yeah, 2015? It's been a minute. I know the uh, the new Battlefield, I saw an article where they said every game will have 128 players. Because if they don't have the people, they're going to put, like, bots. computerized bots into it to yeah. where no matter what, you're gonna at least going to have that many players on your team. And yeah. You can drop it in the middle of a game. And right. Like yeah, yeah. If there's a bot and somebody wants to join in, they join in, the bot just disappears, basically. And, uh, well, that works out. I like the idea of having a ton of players in a lobby because mm-hmm. you don't need to drop out of a lobby to get a new type of players. There's there's too many people for you mm-hmm. to keep running into that one guy that was killing you over and over again. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So. I'm excited about Battlefield. I think this is going to be the game that usurps I don't know. Warzone. Battlefields have always kind of been meh to me. Meh. I mean, Battlefield was meh to me. Like, I played Battlefield 4, and I was like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Call of Duty guy. And then Battlefield 1 came out, and I was like, I like this. This is nice. I didn't like Battlefield 1. I wanted the Martini Henry. I love that gun. <laughs> so that's my news for the upcoming shooter that is going to be, well, Battlefield plus the new Rainbow Six coming out to see how that pans out. Cause Rainbow Six, it's kind of weird that they're going with that yeah, alien Especially with parasite the alien. Yeah. sort of I did not expect that from Rainbow Six. They've always been pretty grounded in reality. Tom Clancy's probably rolling around in his grave. Like, <laughs> if parasites from space! <gasps> I wonder if they were going to do more of like a contagion kind of drug zombifying people or something like that because of Corona. They were like, nah. We nah maybe, well, yeah, I heard, that it, I heard that it was going to be kind of like the, their outbreak mode, which was going to be kind of zombie-esque yeah. kind of thing. And mm. I think that's why they changed it maybe. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. All right, well. Let's just go ahead and get into this mess. It's, it's, that time. it's that time. So tonight's trivia round is emceed by Mitch, and it will feature me versus Hayden in movie titles explained badly. <laughs> do you want to do the buzzer or do you want me to do I'll it? I'll let you do it since you know which button. You only have to press one button. 
Which one? Hang on, I gotta mute it. Just stop for like two seconds, will you? There <laughs> you go. Push the button. All right, I'm making sure it's muted. Okay. The buzzers are hot. Okay. Are you going to do it? Okay. Anyways, we will start, and I'll read the main line that I made, and then I have two hints that I can read also if, if you still don't get it. You got a pen or whatever you keep in score? <laughs> okay, we'll, uh, we'll keep it over here. A separate piece of paper. Waiting on you, Miss. Mr. Prepared. <laughs> All right, first, a guy travels the galaxy with his girl, dog, and maid on a road trip. Star Wars. No. Sorry. Lost in space? No. In a recreational vehicle. <laughs> Spaceballs? Yes. Because right. <laughs> that's why I said maid, because yeah. the C3 Pro. Yeah, I forgot is, about that. Well done. Well done. All right. Number two. A refugee with a drug addiction shoots up his city while trying to expand his business while living large in the 1980s. Scarface. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's good. I almost said the Godfather, and then he said the 1980s, and I was like, that's Scarface. <laughs> All right. Number three. A group of guys go on a hunting trip while followed by a chameleon. Predator. Yes. Damn it. A dark structure links past and future while others deal with a rogue computer. Through space and time. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes. Mm. It's yeah, I didn't know. He's winning three to one. I didn't know. I'm not here. <laughs> I just joined us in the action. All right. Number five. A dad and his dementia... Girlfriend search for his son. Notebook. They end up at a dentist office. We'll reset the thing. End up at a dentist office. A dentist. Then dentist. dad and son clown around. <laughs> he hit the button, but he doesn't know. Yes, Aiden. Is it that movie with um, Steve Martin in it? I- I'll give you this. It's a kid's movie. Dentist office. Give up Willy Wonka no. or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? No. Damn it. Finding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> his dad doesn't have dementia. I said a dad and his dementia girlfriend. Oh. Well, she's not his girlfriend. She's, yeah. a, well, she's a lesbian fish. We all know this. <laughs> I was trying to describe it the best way I could. Okay. All right. The next one. A man goes on a cruise to find the perfect stones for his girlfriend. Sorry. He was just trying to beat you to the buzzer. I, I got it. I got it. Can I do it? Hang on. I'm sorry. And he goes on a cruise to find the perfect stones for his girlfriend. Infinity War? No. Damn it. Titanic? No. Ah. To unravel an ancient secret and stop Armageddon. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones. No. Read it one more time. A man goes on a cruise to find the perfect stones for his girlfriend to unravel an ancient secret and stop Armageddon. A man goes on a cruise. A cruise. Stop Armageddon. And stones. you're going to get, one of you is going to get this real quick when the person says multipass. Fifth element. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking, is he saying cruise like metaphorically? metaphorically. I'm like, yeah, they go on a cruise space, ship. Space, right. space cruise. Yeah. It's all, all right. I'm having a hard time almost reading the title as I can read the stuff. <laughs> Just read it out. Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> all right, here we go. Three men's. Uh, sorry. <laughs> three men's. Three, three men whose fates are tied together from the start become a band while pursued by the law. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yes. Oh, darn. That was a good one. That was a good one. The last one's going to be, they begin their adventure in search of treasure. <laughs> all right, next one. Man conquers his fears after years of training, all to scare others. Batman? Yes. A father wants to bond with his estranged daughter while on a, a trip to Vegas... Attempting to secure, secure a large sum of money. Uh, the Zack Snyder zombie movie. 
Which is called what? <laughs> it's I can never get it. Remember, it's like uh, uh, <laughs> it's like Evil Dying. It's brand new. I can't remember. It's it's a, your generic zombie title movie. It's like Dying Something, Evil Dying, Evil a Dead Something. It, I'll give you one guess. Is it Day of the Dead? No. No. Army of the Dead. Army. Army of the Dead. Damn it! Did I get that? No, no. come on. You <laughs> said the title. I knew who was directing it. <laughs> All right, next one. David Batista's in it. <laughs> one man's quest for the perfect suit while suffering an identity crisis. Yes. Can I go next? Can I go next? Can I go next? Insert for Can I go next? Person. Can I go next? Identity. He doesn't know it. I know it. Superman. No. Damn it. Iron Man. No. Damn it. And being hunted for his life choices. One man's quest for the perfect suit while suffering an identity crisis and being hunted for his life choices. While suffering an identity and crisis. Life's choices? <sighs> Do you uh, think I'm sexy? <laughs> I think I'm sexy. Oh, I got it. I, know I don't this. know. I know this. <laughs> Good. Uh, Sansa of the Lamb. Yes. Because Buffalo Bill's yeah. making his oh, suit. Oh, that, damn it. <laughs> I'm glad you said the line. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't say yeah. it. He doesn't say that though. He says, "Would you?" Yes, I know. Okay. I'm, I'm fixing it for the. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the audience. PG, PG. Precious. All right, next one. A tourist falls hard for American Christmas, while another man saves his marriage, all before a deadline is reached. Jingle all the way. No. Just read it one more time. A tourist. Go ahead. A terrorist or a, a tourist? tourist? A tourist. Tourist. Okay. tourist falls hard for American Christmas. While another man saves his marriage, all before a deadline is reached. <sighs> this one I actually got off the computer because I thought it was a good one for this movie. Tourist falls hard for American tourist. No, a tourist falls hard for American Christmas. Wow. So the tourist is not American. I got that. And what's the other one? While another man saves his marriage... Uh-huh. All before a deadline is reached. Well, Lord. <sighs> what's what's a, what's a movie where there's an outside American like appreciate who falls in love with Christmas? I did say falls in love or likes Christmas. Just says he falls hard for Christmas. Die Hard? Yes. Yes! Oh, <laughs> darn it. I, they, they have tourists instead of terrorists because They're that would German. be too on the nose. They're German. Jeez. <laughs> What's the score, Mitch? You're one in five to four. Oh, man. Oh, that was a good one, though, for Die Hard. Yeah. All right, here we go. A trio of cougars are on the hunt for a virgin. Oh, I got it. Hocus Pocus? Yes. Darn it. All right, it's tied up. All right. On to our next one. Two friends go on a beer run. Dumb and dumber. One brings his dog. One finds a bride. Two friends go on a beer run. One brings his dog. One finds a bride. Is it? Um, it's an older movie. Older than Dumb and Dumber. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. One brings a dog. I can say another clue, but it's going to keep it away right away. All right. One drives a Trans Am. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Uh. All right. We've got... Four more questions. Or four more. God. All right. My feet are sweaty. <laughs> a, t- a terrorist group bombs another government HQ. A father tries to bond with his son after admitting parentage. And dad just wants son to join him in the family business. Okay. Read it one more time. Yeah. A terrorist group bombs another government HQ. A father tries to bond with his son after admitting he's the parent, and the dad just wants his son to join his family business. Star Wars. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
I was pulled ahead by two. I know. You got three questions left. Yes. <laughs> All right. Man learns lesson that those who do not learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. Back to the future. No. Man relives the past to find his true love. Groundhog Day. Yes. All right, well, time one. <laughs> you want to hear the last two? Sure, go for yeah. it. An irresponsible alcoholic operates heavy machinery and causes a lot of damage. POW survives by his ability to work with metal. Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> Last one. A pilot and nerd give the world a reason to celebrate July 4th. Uh, Independence Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in the end, it's one need- by three. <laughs> All right, Tom. What's, what's your punishment? <clears throat> <clears throat> I got to remember the name of the movie. <laughs> No, I, I know it. I know it exists. I know it exists. He's like, hmm, what's a movie I can punish him with? <laughs> no, I know this is a movie. Well, hurry up! You got nine minutes. <laughs> if not, I've got one on hand. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know how you. You get to watch Black Scorpion one, the first one. I don't want to pay money for it. I I'll give you five bucks. All right. Is it worth <laughs> five? Is it? Is it cheaper? I don't know what it. Was. I just saw that it said money, so I went to the second one. I'll watch Black Scorpion 1. Cool. This way, the, the, the show and the movie series can all have been reviewed on this show. Yeah, by everybody but you. Yes. <laughs> well, hey. Well, hey. If you want trivia, we wouldn't have you having these problems. <laughs> Whatever. And I'm not so fine-tuned with dumb movie plots like you guys. So now I'm, I'm back-to-back trivia champ. Good for you. One way to look at it. Right, let's go play Mario Golf so I can kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's if it. If you enjoyed that, if you have any suggestions for what our next uh, trivia should be, because this time it's going to be you two against each other, correct? <laughs> it's yeah. something. Yeah, because yeah, I MC, you MC, then he MC, so it's my turn now. Yeah, you got an MC for us. So choose a topic for Hayden and Mitch to duke it out over, and I'll be more than happy to research some questions and facilitate that trivia. Yay. So goodbye from me, Tom. Goodbye from Hayden. Goodbye from Mitch. Okay, bye.